it's all about just telling your story. Like, if you can learn that skill of how do I sell myself and tell my story the right way that they want to hear it, you don't need to go get another degree. You don't need to go back to get an MBA. Usually, you have the skills already. You just need to learn how to sell yourself better. But what we as a Skype or Zoom, and they never turn on their camera, and then you get an offer right away within like an hour. That's too good to be true. That's a scam. Like if um, also. All right, welcome, 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 welcome back to this episode of the How to Get a Job podcast. Today, I have an amazing, amazing guest. I have Sho Dewan. He's the CEO and founder of WorkHap, and he is somebody we've been friends, like you know, digital friends on LinkedIn and Instagram for like over three years now. You know, unfortunately, never met in person, but we have like so much in common. It feels like we've we've known each other forever, uh, as both being a career coach uh, in this space for for some time. Um, and just super excited that you're here, man. Welcome to the show. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Just a little bit of a, of a snippet before we get into the stuff. I first found out about you from your book. So it was not even through your really? content, dude. It was through your book. I think it was Mastering to College to Career. I can't remember the exact title. Yeah, but man, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that I mean, four, four, three, four years ago. So full circle moment for me, man. Really good to see how you've built your, your stuff, man. It's really, really great stuff. Yeah, it's super interesting. Um, I, I've been helping people get jobs for 10 years, five years. I was doing it while I was at PepsiCo. And I think we, we have some similarities that like you were helping people throughout your career before you made the jump. Right. And then five years now, full time as I was building MC2C, which is now moved into Opni and every evol evolution of the business, right. From being a, a speaker at universities and, and representing PepsiCo at the career fairs and the info sessions to then writing a book, to creating an online course, to now having the academy has always been in the, in the goal of like, how do we help more people execute more? And so like, um, think about it like this, right? Like I go and I, I used to go to speak at universities. I spoke to over 200 universities before I left my job at PepsiCo. And I would talk about how to get a job. So I would break down like, you know, like the process. And I would say 5% of those people, like, so people will be like, most people will like clap, super excited. A week later, I would say like less than 5% are actually executing what I talked about in the speech. Right. And so I was like, damn, like that's, this sucks. This doesn't help. Like, like if you're talking about 95% of people are still not like changing their, their behavior, like what are they missing? And so like, I had a mentor like, well, you need a book, like you need a book. Like a book, given the whole action game plan. So then I'm like, all right, I wrote a book. I took like all summer, like I would go to this damn dog park and I would just write, 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 write. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote the book called Mastering Consciousness Career. I literally like, you know, like Hermosi, like I, I, we both love Alex Hermosi. I, I put that book and it's like as cheap as I can sell it on, on Amazon because if people are saying like, hey, I can't afford working with you, I'm like, go get the book. Like, that's fine. No problem. Uh, and and so then the next stage is like, all right, I have the book. And then someone said like, Daniel, do you really think college students are reading uh, a book? Like they have so many books they need to read already in class. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they're not gonna go and read another book for fun. Like, like that's not gonna happen. And so uh, I said, all right, what do I do? Like, so then I made the book content, which is the, the content of my speech, just elaborated longer into an online course. 
And then I see like, you know, like, you know, I see how many people purchase it. Like I can see how many people finish it. And it's like 25, 30% of people who bought the, the online course were actually finished it. And I'm like, damn it. Like, like I want to help more people. How do I get 80, 90%, 95% of people that like come into my ecosystem to actually get the job that, that they want it. Right. Like that, that they're, and, and it's like, and that's when I came to realize it's like, sometimes it's not, most of the time it's not a lack of knowledge it's a lack of execution. And so that's how yeah, I evolved into like the, the program that I have today, right? Like, it's like, how do we then help them execute them? How do we become the personal trainers for their career? Like instead of their gym. So I don't know if you've seen that similarly like path. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just see just from, you know, us two, we've been doing it for a long time. There's so many more career coaches in 2023 than there were in 2019. And there's some amazing yeah. ones. Don't get me wrong. But like you said, all this information, it's free. It's available. You could go on Google. You could go on YouTube. You could do this. But I think there's a reason why people follow the people they follow. Maybe if they follow me, they follow you, they follow both of us. Mm. It's because they like the person behind the advice. They like the mm. person. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of a secret sauce in there, right? The, everyone teaches about how to network, how to, res, how to do resumes. All that stuff is free. But the way that someone teaches, I think that's why someone gets pulled in. Um, I, I found that with my clients too, man. It's like, they could do everything themselves, but sometimes they just need a little push or sometimes they need a little bit tailored approach that will take them, allow them to take action. Because I think, like you said, action is like the missing link. If you can do that, then you can get the job. Yeah, no, I think you're so right. When I talk to career coaches right now, a lot of them, I interview them for this podcast. I do see like the 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 overall like strategies are, are I would say 80% the same, right? It's like, you know, how to net, network, how to interview, how to create your resume. There's maybe 20% that might be different. We all have like, you know, our own secret sauce or secret recipe, right? Like, and th that might make it a little bit different. And I also agree, like, it's also like on the personality of the coach, like you as the job seeker, who can you relate to? Who can you uh, like see, like, you know what? I can see myself being like show. I can see myself being like Daniel. I can see myself being like Austin Belsack, right? Like, um, and because I can just relate to them more. And, and to me, like if, if you're listening to the air job seeker, I would highly advise you to go follow that career coach that you can connect with the best. That's going to allow you to execute the best. Mm -hmm. Definitely, man. Definitely. Cause I think everyone comes from a different scenario. Uh, the, the difference between me and you is that we came from corporate which I think was really helpful for me, as, as you said for yourself, like that was really helpful to you too, um, where even when I was probably in, in like a lot of your client shoes when I was a student, even then I kind of had a figuring of like, man, I would love to do this for the rest of my career. I was helping my friends. I was helping, I was helping my, my friends get into internships and get jobs. Even then I was like, man, I would love to make this my career. But you know what really gave me the confidence I think after I stepped into the shoes of a recruiter, because I was a recruiter after I, I, I did some recruit, uh, my, my consulting years, I think that's what really gave me the confidence. Like, okay, I stepped, I was, I was a candidate, I was in the shoes of my clients, but now I'm the other side where I'm in HR and I'm a recruiter and I see the scenes, I see the behind the scenes and I see how the recruitment really works. I think that really gave me the, the push to, to go all in. Um, but like you said, every career coach is gonna have their own story. Um, but that's kind of how I help my clients is like, I, I know you've been there through there as a candidate, but then here's what you might not know from the recruiter side. No, I, I, I love it. So what got you into this field? Like what motivated you to want to be a career coach? Like, why did you leave your corporate job? When I like, when I look at your LinkedIn, it's like, you've worked for some of the most admired companies, like, 
you know, Deloitte, Sony, EY, like, I mean, just to name a few, like, what, what motivated you to like, you know what, I'm just going to be independent. Dude, like, like I said, I think even when I was a student, I was just good at getting offers. I was good at the game. I, I got offers at Big Four. I got offers at Mercer. I got offers in a lot of these consulting firms. And some of my friends would re approach me and say, hey, you know, I saw you got this offer. Can you help me? So I, I just loved it. I was, I was helping my friends. I was helping their friends and getting to this, these cool companies. And even then, that, th that thought, I was like, man, if I could do this for a full-time career, I would love it. I would love to help people. I would help, love to share what I know. Um, but there was a lot of limiting beliefs I had. I think, I mean, a lot of people has it like a 22, 23 year old. It was just like, Oh, well, do I feel good enough to charge? Do I do, do, am I really that much better than everybody else? Do I have the skills that they don't like a lot of these things, um, that kind of helped me back from actually going all in. And a, a lot of people don't know this actually before WorkHab, me and a buddy of mine, probably we, we started a, another coaching company. It was called consult city. And we probably did that for like six months, and it flopped. <laughs> and we, you know, we were like 24, 25. We're like, all right, it's not, it's, it's not the time. So, so it flopped. Um, so WorkCap is my second time doing this career coaching thing. But the, the, I think the reason why it's different is because, number one, is the recruitment background. But if I'm honest with you, dude, it just because we just didn't stop, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think you would know this too. You've been doing this yeah. 10 years. It's just like you just withstand the first three, four, five years of you being shitty and then eventually you, you you don't become as bad anymore. I think that's kind of what happened with us. Yeah, that is like, that is so true. And about like, it, it's like, if you keep at it long enough, if you have a goal and you have a, a desire, a dream that you want to achieve, like as long as you push forward and you keep fighting, like, it's like, it's like, uh, you, you, you will eventually get there. Like, you know, and I would even say like, you know, the first three years, so I left my corporate job. So I was, I, I was doing this for five years. I was speaking at PepsiCo. And I was speaking at all those universities and I thought like, hey, like I've spoken for free for over 200 times. Like, you know, I would even pay for my gas to drive. Like I would just go up there and just speak. Right. And I, when I finish, um, when I quit PepsiCo and I'm like, you know what, like I'm going to go do this. And I would go back to the same universities that I was speaking for free. And I said like, hey, like, you know, I would love to come. But at this time, you know, I would have to definitely charge like this is my full time job now. Like I realized like these people weren't willing to pay for that uh, because they were so used to getting it for free and they just, it's like I devalue myself in a sense, right? Um, the first three years of business, like um, every single client that I worked with made more money than I did, right? Because I lost money, right? <laughs> Think about it like that. I, I was a career coach <laughs> and 100% of all the clients that I worked with made more money that year than I did, right? Like it's like, um, and and I, if it, I would say like, if it wasn't for the support system, if it wasn't for my wife, if it, if it wasn't for her allowing me to like sell my 401k to continue to develop this, like I would have, like, I would have had to go get a job. Like I wouldn't have another option. And, uh, but it is those three years of like losing money, of learning how to be a better career coach, of learning how to provide a better service. Like, you know, just building a real business out, out of it. That's taught me so many of those lessons that like now I can now pass down to others. Dude, it's so true. And, and not even like taking that lesson and helping the people with the job search too. Sometimes, I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying for everybody, but sometimes it makes sense to take a pay cut. Sometimes yep. from my experience, to get where you want to go and you see the long-term vision, and, I, and maybe some people in the comments will be like, what? You, you know, in, in our content, we always say get the, get the raise and get the salary negotiated. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's, if that's possible, obviously go for it. 
But like Daniel said, he took a pay cut to start his own business. Even when I went from, I was working at Big Four, I was working in consulting in New York, and I wanted to get into recruitment. I took a 30% pay cut because I wanted to learn and get into a field which I didn't have any experience in. I wanted to learn things that I thought was going to help me in the future. Um, so if, it, if you're listening to this and you're like, you have this dream job, dream industry, and you just want to find a way in, sometimes the way in is maybe lowering the expectations and just getting your foot in the door. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, what I, that's what I would recommend for anybody who has that, who has that goal. Yeah, I want you guys to think, I think it comes down to your, what are your career priorities and how does that balance between the short term and long term? So let, let's talk through two different things, right? The first thing is like, okay, what is, what is your long term goal? Like, do you have any long term aspirations? Like what's your North Star? And that might change. But then I would say, okay, like if I want to be like, let's say a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, I didn't want to kind of like study, like, you know, what are 50 of those CEOs have done, what are their paths, and what is the most common path? And the reason why I say that example, because that was the path, that was a goal that I, I, I had at one point, like in high school. And so I started reading a lot of the, the books that the CEOs will write. And, and I noticed a trend that the majority of the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies back in 2018, uh, 2008, when I was in high school, what came from the sales track, came from management training programs, like the GE type of management programs that then went to other companies. So then I started like, Going through that. That's the reason why I took the job at PepsiCo is because I'm like, hey, I'm in this management development program. There's a clear path for me to go from a sales associate, district manager, regional manager, right? Director, vice president, senior vice president, like, you know, a president, CEO, blah, 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 blah. Right. So that's important. So I want you guys to think about that. The second thing I want you guys to think about is like, what are your current priorities? So like I, I have a, for our clients, we have a list of like, the top 10 things you should you should prioritize in a job like what and then you have to then rank it right so like is it compensation is it location is it industry is it work-life balance is it um development is it uh upward mobility is it uh mission and vision of the company you know like so think about that list and then you rank it and i bet that how you rank it to like today as you're filling this out will be completely different because when I was doing it right out of college, right, and I was doing this myself, right, I location was really important to me, like uh, experience that I was gaining being in a management training program was important to me, and compensation were important to me. Those are my top three things. So that's why I chose the job that I chose. Now, five years later, compensation was no longer the most important to me, right? And it was what starting a business, which was $0 at the time, right, I was making $0, became number one and so your priorities can then change as well i i love that man i love that and you're highlighting some of your the, the top skills and it some of them could also be like transferable skills that's a lot of the secret sauce yeah. that a lot of career coaches i'm sure that you know in your program that you teach as well is find the stuff that you do right now that might relate to the new role so let's say like like Daniel went into that sales roles. I'm sure he didn't go into that interview saying, oh, I have no sales skills and I really want this job. <laughs> he probably said, oh, hey, I have some sales skills doing this. I also had some skills doing this. They would be transferable here. They'd be relevant here. Um, so I, I, think th I think those are great, great lessons for everyone to learn, man. Like figure out what skills you want to learn, number one. And then number two, maybe you already have some of those skills as transferable skills. Mm -hmm. How do you sell yourself doing that? 
Um, I, I think a lot of times, man, I think for, even from my own experience going from like different industries, it's all about just telling your story. Like if you can learn that skill of how do I sell myself and tell my story the right way that they want to hear it, you don't need to go get another degree. You don't need to go back and get an MBA. Usually you have the skills already. You just need to learn how to sell yourself better. What, what, what's your thoughts on that, man? No, a thousand percent. And, you know, I see that a lot more with um, like, you know, minorities, first generation students, uh, international students that just think like, hey, like if I just need one more certification, I need I just need one more degree. I just need one more uh, like programming language <laughs> under my under my belt. Right. And the reality is like odds are you don't like odds are you're more qualified and, and like and and people were like no that's not true Daniel in my case in my particular situation all I need is that one more thing and so I always say okay slow down for a second let's think about this you how, how long do you spend on LinkedIn you've you've searched and you've you've seen probably hundreds if not thousands of pages have you ever come across a page of someone less qualified than you that has the job that you want the answer is always like yeah I have. It's like I, I found because we are humans, we compare each other to other people, right? Like, like, you know, we naturally do that. So when you are running to a page and you're like, damn, like this person works at Tesla and I look at his background, I, I, my, I have like similar or even better background. Like if, and that's the thing I would say is like, well, then you don't need another degree. There's a reason how that person got a job, right? And they probably sold themselves really good in the interview or got referrals or like we don't know the whole picture. But that the point is this. A lot of times you don't need that extra certification, the extra master's degree. All you need to do is be able to communicate your value better and show why you're the best investment for the company, both the risk and the reward. So I agree with you 100 percent. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. I mean, it just depends on the kind of role you want, right? But I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I know we're using like fresh grads as examples, but I see this in more experienced hires as well. Mid-level managers above, even senior people. Sometimes yeah. we, we, you know, me and Danny were talking about business and we were just talking about life before this call. We, we were identified as some of our own limiting beliefs. <laughs> and yeah. it's funny that we talked about our own limiting beliefs as, as you know, entrepreneurs and content creators, but there's so many limiting beliefs of job seekers, of just everyone, yeah. and not even just job seekers. And, and I think if somebody else, like if somebody else was speaking to you, they could probably see all the great things you're all about, how skilled you are, how intelligent you are, how kind of a person you are. But I think we're always the hardest on each on ourselves, right? Like we're always like, oh yeah. man, but they can do it, but I can't. Um, I think this is where the value of having like a coach or even just having somebody who knows the game and just like, yo, hey, I, I know the game. I've, I've helped thousands of people. Hey, you are better than so many more people. You just gotta sell yourself. You just gotta believe in yourself more. I, I think that's where the value of working with us, or even so many other major amazing coaches out there. Like that's that's where the real success comes in. I think that is really really true. I, I and we talked about this earlier as well. Like I don't necessarily think that like you you that you should hire me or even you right because of the not like the new knowledge you're going to get like you can youtube it you can google it you're going to be able to learn most i think that, that the reason why you should work with a coach and why i think is one of the best investments you can make is working with a career coach is, is a couple of things one is organized information so you're not wasting time trying to figure out what will work and what will not work for your circumstances two is accountability right like we are very good at 
keeping promises for others. Like you don't miss a doctor's appointment. Like you're not late for the doctor yet. You will miss an appointment that you keep for yourself. Right. Um, and then three, it's exactly what you said. Like if you're working with a coach like us, that we've been doing this for a long time and we've helped so many people, like hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, uh, we have a broader view of what's realistic or not. Right. So like, you might be having self-limiting beliefs like you might be like i don't i think i need another degree i think i need another certification but a good career coach can be like uh no i've, I've placed hundreds if not thousands of people without that master's degree or without that certification and they've gotten a job with the companies that you want to get to so you don't need it or same thing when it comes to like uh negotiating salary like hey you're you're getting completely underpaid like you need to we need to negotiate this like uh, because you're going to be so inclined to just accept the first offer, right? So having someone who has a better understanding, a broader understanding of the market, of what's going on, uh, you know, because like right now, like I would tell you, being honest, like what used to take our clients three three months to get a job is not taking four to five months. Like the market is very difficult right now for 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 tech for tech jobs, right? And uh, what are those same type of talent, like the same type of profile that we're getting six figure offers last year? Are now getting eighty to ninety thousand dollar offers, sometimes even seventy thousand dollar offers for the same type of like profile jobs, and I think it comes down to the market. But if you don't have a coach doing that, you might reject an offer that for the time period that we're on now, you might should accept. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to apply. It doesn't mean that you like. There's other factors there, but a coach can give you uh, better information on your about what's going on, and ultimately pay for themselves and more like I would say for us, like we, we work on a pay by performance model. So like we charge about 5% of first year income. We're able to negotiate easily five to 10% more in every, in every uh, salary negotiation part where that in itself will pay for that for, for working with us. Oh, 100%, man. Just like even knowing the, the strategies, right. About like how to ask for your worth, knowing what to say, having the confidence, I mean, that, that pays for itself. And you, you mentioned something there, Daniel, about like the market being changed in 2023 versus what it was back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, I, I see it in my clients as well. I, I think there's a, a, a longer lead time. Um, I think there's also some responsibility for the companies just to be a little bit more transparent, a little bit more direct. Um, I, I've been seeing a lot of some of my clients come back and say, oh, hey, they wanted an interview. And after the first round, there's like, a big window of two, three weeks where they don't hear anything back, maybe even a month. I, I think that a, a lot of that is on the company. And um, yeah. I, I think when it happens to us, we feel like, oh, it's something about me, it's something about my profile, something about something I said. But in reality, the company is probably just disorganized. They, they probably just don't have their, their, their stuff together. Um, have you been seeing that as well from, from your clients, just the long lead time and just the, the wrong etiquette? absolutely and you know what's funny what's even funny so like we're seeing that and we're seeing companies post jobs just so that and, and post jobs knowing that internally they're not hiring and they're in a hiring freeze just so they can have a pipeline so when they can open jobs they can then have candidates already filled up so like you have um so here's why i do this so i, I can i can share this one of the things that we're trying to do in, in our for an opni is build a partnerships department and what, what that essentially means is uh, we're working on this, right? Like, again, like I was telling you before, like I'm, I'm trying to really build this like really good, like the best company, right? And we want to essentially be a staffing agency, but for free. So think about, so we're literally hitting up recruiters and saying like, hey, 
I'll give you candidates. I have hundreds of candidates that I work with. I'll give you the resume. I'll even profile them for you. Like we'll do the first screen. So like we're, we're not going to waste your time. We are a staffing agency for free, right? And so like, it's like, how do you say no to that? Like when there's other people charging 20% or more for the same type of candidates, I'm giving them for you for free. Yeah. All I want is my people to get jobs faster, right? And so I am talking to recruiters and like, I'm doing this, like this 15 minute, like discovery calls with recruiters. My calendar is packed. So I'm talking to recruiters after recruiters after recruiters. For, so I've been doing for the last couple of months, right? And I'm telling you seven out of 10 tech recruiters are like, yeah, like I know that like, cause we only reach out to recruiters that have posted jobs. Right. So like, we're yeah, not like trying yeah, to waste time. We're like, and they're like, yeah, Daniel, like I know the post is the job. I would lo- like, I would love for us to stay in contact. So when the job is really open, I can let you know, and you can send me candidates, but like, it's really not open. <laughs> Look, it's like, we're in a hiring freeze. Like we don't, it's so common, man. Yeah. It's disappointing. It's disappointing that, that that's happening right now, giving people false hope. I, I would just say if anyone's in that situation right now, you know what, that, that, just caught, that, just, that just kind of brought my two attention. Also, just be on the lookout for scams, guys. Like, I, I don't know if yeah. you've discussed this before, Daniel. Man, there's just so many scams going out right now. It's just like the golden rule, if anyone's asking you for any money before you start, I mean, that's just a big red flag. You know, that there's, I see videos all the time on TikTok, on Instagram, of people getting duped. Um, so th- that, that's, an, that's an, a whole nother issue. But I think for companies that are doing that, it's just not a great look. And if, and if you do connect with a company like that, just know that that's probably not where you want to work. So you're probably saving yourself some heartache by not getting the job right now because that's not going to be a great job. Go to the companies that are honest, that are transparent, that showcase what they're all about. That, that's that's going to be 10 times better for your career than just like you, you getting a job that isn't real, right? That, that, I think that's, that's yeah. the biggest takeaway here. You're, you're absolutely right there. And also like, I want to talk about the scams because it's happened so many times and like it breaks my heart. Um, luckily no one in my program has been able to scan because we actually review all offers before. Like we, we, we tell our clients like send us your offers beforehand so that we can help you like understand, uh, negotiation, but also like help them understand, like a lot of my, my clients are international students, right? Like they don't understand what 401k is. They don't understand what, what healthcare plan to choose. Right. So we like educate them on that stuff. Right. So we're like, Hey, let's go through your package and benefits or to get it. Right. And you, like, first of all, like, and, and I'm going to kind of go over cause we've gone probably like dozens of times. Our clients are like, Hey Daniel, like I got an offer. So, um, and so first, if it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Like if, if they message you and say they want to interview and as a, as a Skype or a zoom and they never turn on their camera and then you get an offer right away within like an hour, that's too good to be true. That's a scam. Like if, um, also look at the email where it's coming from. I've even seen them use like fortune 500 companies. But you have to make sure that the email matches the website of the company. So, for example, I work at Pepsi. I worked at PepsiCo, right? It's my email, and you can go to Hunter.io or MailScoop, and you can see what the actual emails of people in the company should look like. If you get an email from PepsiCo that 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 I don't know something else, but it's not .com, that's not from PepsiCo. That's a scam, right? Like, um, so like also understand where the where the email is coming from. Third, right, 
if they're trying to say, hey, um, to, for you to send them money, that is ultimately the biggest, biggest flag. No company will charge you. And they always come in a way of like, um, we need you to send a check for $2,500 so that we can send you your brand new Mac, your office desk, your new supplies, your printer. And they go into the features of the printer or the features of the computer. Like no, no company is trying to sell you to use the computer. They're just like, There's, this is your computer. That's it. Like it breaks my heart, man. So um, right though, bro. Dude, I, I think especially the point, you know what I actually don't hear often is when they turn their camera off. That's actually a really good point. That's actually a really good point. Because if you go on any Zoom call, if you're not, man, if they don't have their camera on, maybe the, okay, maybe the first round, maybe the first round, okay? But if the entire process, you haven't seen a face, <laughs> that is a big, big red flag. That's yeah, 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 that's it. Like, I don't think a lot of people, that's the red a lot flag. of people don't think about that. Yeah. That's a red flag. Yeah, absolutely. No, they're just so excited about the, the interview. They're, ex they're they're excited to get an interview, and then they're excited to get an offer. And so then the first thing is like, damn, no, makes sense, right? Fifteen hundred. That's their first job. Fifteen hundred dollars for a Mac, right? Because I'm gonna have to use it for my home office. Like, and that makes perfect sense, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I think no, like if you don't see a face and they're asking you for money. Um, I would, I would run away. Uh, and I would even say like, you don't even need to be my client. If you're in doubt, send me a screenshot of your offer and I'll give you a reply. Like, <laughs> I'll help you. On that I one. love that, man. I love that. I mean, dude, you got to create, I think this is great content, dude. You got to create a video on that three ways to avoid a scam on the job. And then those are top three right there. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> those are good right there, dude. We'll have like uh, Valentina. If you're watching this, let's edit that clip. Let's let's clip. Let's make a reel <laughs> on this. Uh, because yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, look, man, uh, I can talk to you forever. But any last minute, any, any last things you want to say? Anything? How, how can the audience connect with you and learn more about what you do? Like what you like? I think I'm your biggest fan, man. And so I want to make sure that people Dude, that, that so are much. watching this can Yo. connect with you. Thank, thanks so much, Daniel. I mean, it's been great connecting. Yo, we'll, we'll definitely can do this again. We'll definitely do this again. Apologies on my end, guys. I don't know if you can hear me as well or see me as well. It's probably my my internet, so that's on me. We'll, we'll definitely do this again with with uh, me and Daniel. The best way to connect with me, probably through IG and TikTok, at WorkApp. If you want to do LinkedIn, you can also do LinkedIn, show to one. But, man, I would say the biggest takeaway, guys, like I think something that we alluded to before is all the stuff, most of the stuff is out there, Right. But where I see the biggest missing link is, is people just not having the confidence in themselves to go for the job that they, that they want, to ask for the salary that they want. The worst, you can, the worst thing you can, they can say is no. Like so, so rarely will you ever get an offer retracted. It, it, it's never happened to any of my clients. It's probably never ever happened to any of Daniel's clients. Mm -hmm. And I know why they get retracted is because they ask in an unprofessional way. So if you're listening yes. to this right now, of course you're not going to be unprofessional. Ask in yes. a way that's genuine and that really shows your passion, interest. They're not going to say they're not going to say no and retract an offer from somebody who generally wants the job. So that that that's my that's my lasting uh, takeaway here for 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 today. No, uh, this has been an amazing show. Show you're you're awesome. Uh, I just enjoy your content and how genuine you are and how. Like you're just giving everything, you're not holding back. And I think that that's like amazing. And so like, if you're not 
um, follow if there, people listening to are not following you, which I, I highly doubt that's not the case. But if they, if you're one of the few percentage of people who are not, you need to go. We're gonna put a link to his LinkedIn, his Instagram here, um, and I'll catch you guys all in the next episode. Thank you, my man. See you. How to get a job podcast. You do have to identify. And I'm super back. I really wish that. Hey, I have some sales. My dad died when I was three months. What's going on? So today's rant, I actually want to talk about the top three things to avoid so you do not get scammed. If you're listening to that episode with show, it was awesome, right? And one of the topics we talked about is so many people are getting scammed with job offers. And so I want to talk a little bit more about how you can avoid getting scammed. So uh, number one, we talked about it. If you go through this process and it sounds too good to be true, right? They reached out to you, they schedule an interview for the next day or that same afternoon, and then they send you an offer right after the interview or even extend the offer right there and then, it's too good to be true, odds are it's not a real offer. Now, the second way you can tell that is if they're asking you for uh, money before you even start working, no company will ever ask you for money. They should be giving you money, then that's the ultimate red flag and what we've seen a lot that's come to like the, the scams to try to get some of our clients has been where no camera has been turned on so they never see a person or see a face or the whole process two they're getting a letter from a real company that you can google but the email doesn't match the company's url and third they're giving them asking them for a money order for office supplies or for a home office kit uh, that will include a computer, a table, a chair, and all of that, justifying why you need to send them a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars. So definitely go away from that. My advice from you, if you're not sure about it, I would actually like say the name of the company. I would put them on LinkedIn and try to message the person that sent, like whoever signed it. And what I found that that even in the like, well, we did this for one of our clients. Is like. The person who signed the offer letter, who was like the director of human resources for a, a actually well-known company, that company was real. They had a real website. I even Googled that person's name on LinkedIn, or I even found that person's name on LinkedIn, and it had that same job title. The problem was that it wasn't coming from the right email. I messaged that person from the company. I even messaged a recruiter from the company, and I asked them about it, and they said, hey, I'm sorry, that is not us. Thanks for letting us know. We're gonna have our you know, in, uh, our, our team look into the scams because obviously it hurts the company's reputation. So um, I say all that to say is like, th this is becoming more and more often, uh, more and more common, and, and what I would just say is never, never, never give a company money. If you are in doubt, if you don't know if this is a real offer or a fake offer, send it to me in my email, danielopney.co. I will reply to you. I'll send you a Loom video on my thoughts about it. But never send money uh, to a company. No company, no real company will ask you to pay anything before you start working with them. In fact, they will give you those supplies because they know they'll make it or, or they'll let you borrow it. Like a lot of that at times when a company gives you a computer, it's not your computer, it's still the company's uh uh, resource, right? So the company's equipment. And so uh, take it from there. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with show. He is amazing. I'll follow his content. If you are in need of career coaching, I actually have a link below where it, whether you meet our, our clientele or not, we work with international STEM students, whether you're an international STEM student or not, we will work with you directly. But if you're not, we also are building a, uh, like essentially a, 
a database of career coaches based on your needs. So like somebody like show, like if you, if you're not a good fit to work with me, but you're a better fit to work with show, we will direct you to them or to the right career coaches, people that we trust. We know they have great, great programs that you can work with. So again, all the show links are in below. Uh, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, connect me there. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, connect with me, uh, please like, and subscribe and share it with a friend. I appreciate you more than you know, catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.